If you like doing new things but not for long Like crocheting, collage, or writing a song Then come on, let's explore with a hobby whore Hello, bonjour everyone, and welcome to Hobby Whore Hosted by yours truly, Remy Van Collen A certified hobby whore this is the podcast where experts in something are interviewed by someone who is an expert in nothing. I'm not even a jack of all trades. I'm more like an eight of clubs of all trades. I'm a dabbler. I love to dabble. I do. I do love to dabble. But luckily for me, I have some friends, loved ones, colleagues, associates who love their hobbies, are passionate about their hobbies, and have been oftentimes uh, made their hobbies more than just hobbies. I have such a friend with me here today. He is wonderful. He is talented. He's brilliant. He's a musician a performer, a vocalist, and probably the most handsome man that I know. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Connor Nelson. Thank you so much, Remy. It's so I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you, Connor. Um, Connor and I uh, go to college together, and that's uh, how we primarily met. And most recently together, uh, Connor was the pit pianist for uh, my original musical Guy Friends. Uh, which was so wonderful. He came in, I plopped the music in front of him. And he said, yeah, I can make this work. And it was beautiful and magical and wonderful. And I, I was just so happy to have his talents uh, there with me on that show. Oh, thank you for bringing that back to my back to the front of my memory, Remy. That was so much fun. Oh, I'm so glad you had a blast. I, I really, I really enjoyed uh, working on that and have and everyone involved in that was just truly an, an incredible squad of people like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, the whole the cast, the pit, Everything. Those are my. Those are. That's my gang right there. Love yeah. that. Couldn't ask for a, a better crew. Yeah. Uh, but we're not here actually to talk about piano today. Although it may it may just come up again because right. Connor is a fabulous jazz musician. Um, and it's just jazz never leaves you. You know, it's it's yeah. infused in everything you do. So it it may just come up again today. We're going to be talking about another one of of Connor's pursuits. Uh, Connor, do you want to let us know what that is? Yes. So recently I came into a situation where I, I couldn't go back to school and I needed something to do that was a little different and something that I've always wanted to do that I've never had the time to do. And I thought, well, I have about five months off. This will be the perfect moment. Um, so I started streaming and I took a, uh, a game that I've been sort of, I've been good at for a while now it's a it's a little little game called rocket league some of mm. you know it as car soccer mm -hmm. it is uh to give a quick ex explanation of what it is um it's three versus three you're on a, in a field in like a domed in area you have a car that has a rocket booster on the back of it and there's a ball and you try and score the ball in the other team's net that's the entire premise literally just car soccer car <clears throat> soccer yeah and yeah, you, you can jump and flip and boost. And it's it's a, it's very mechanically challenging. Well, I, for one, have played Rocket League. I was forced ah. into it by my freshman year roommate. Shout out Jordan Burnett, friend of the pod. Um, and he he was a big fan of Rocket League as well. And I was terrible at it. <laughs> uh, it's a hard I, game, Remy. It's a really, really hard game. The mechanics—they just don't work for me. I—I'm flipping when I should be jumping. I, I'm boosting when I should be stopping. It's just not for me. But that means that I appreciate the skill level that goes into becoming uh, 
an expert in this game and becoming so skilled in it. So Connor, I want us I want us to go back to the beginning, the beginning before Rocket League. What was your introduction to gaming? Oh my god. What were the games that yeah, what were the games that inspired you? That goes way back. So my first ever video game, I think I was about eight years old. Um this is actually a very telling time because that's right when my parents got divorced. Mm. So fitting. Mm. Um, my first ever game was on the Wii. Actually, no, let's go even further back. Oh my god. Let's goodness. go all the way back. All the way back. Okay. Technically, my first ever game, I was about five, and I got the Nintendo Game Boy Advanced. Mm. I got the Alex Ryder video game on a Pikachu Game Boy Advanced. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my Everything God. about that, that whole sentence is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those were the days, 2005 or four, maybe. I don't remember. I think it was 2004. Um, yeah, that was that was the the introduction. And then later on, I got my first like real solid game was uh, Lego Star Wars on the Wii. Classic. You're speaking my language. I wow. <laughs> A, Lego Star Wars, I played it on like every platform it's available on because it is it is just an, an excellent game. It is so oh much God. fun. But the Wii is my my platform of choice. I, yeah. I love it. It's the console for me. Um, and I will not take any slander of the Wii. So if you're here to slander the Wii, you can get off the podcast now. I will not. I love that okay. thing. I have it. It's right downstairs right now. I don't know if you remember, but uh, I'm a pretty... Uh, pretty good shredder on guitar hero which oh I still, yes you are i still I have, practice <laughs> i have watched connor do uh through the fire and flame on expert mode and and let me tell you it is a majesty to watch it really really is pretty incredible well thank you remy yeah. um and then there's like i i would say there's like there's stages in my gaming experience there was the game boy there was the wii and then when I got my first laptop and I got Minecraft for the first time. Oh, that sure. Was big one. That was, you know, every, um, everyone had to start somewhere with Minecraft at some point. Um, and then I just, I looked into, you know, like, oh, like gaming computers. Like, what's that whole deal? Because I just had this like stinky little laptop and I then saved up my money spent about $600 at the time. To, uh, this was about six years ago to get mm -hmm. my first, I built my first gaming computer. You built it. My, my dad's friend helped me build it. Wow. Yep. And then I had that puppy for about, well, I, I would, I would buy new parts and upgrade it whenever I needed to. And then uh, about three years ago, I fully got a new case, new motherboard, new everything. And I rebuilt my own computer. Um, and the only thing I kept actually is my hard drive, which is in the computer that I'm on right now from six years ago. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm astounded. I, of someone that's able to, to build their own computer. I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible. That's a pretty crazy skill. Well, let me just to pu push myself off my high horse a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's not Get onto a, like a high donkey. Yeah. 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 A medium horse. Um, <laughs> I would say it's not as hard as people think it is. It's okay. like you have to, as long as you're interested in it, it sort of comes to you naturally. Like it's very intuitive. Like you take the, you take the thing, you put it down, you plug the things into the thing that you need to plug it into. Mm. And then you just got to make sure that the air circulation is good and the 
and that's pretty much it like i'm gonna be honest it sounds a little bit like sex you plug the uh, thing into the thing you make sure the air circulation's good i mean you, you know what you got a fair point i mean there it is and when it looks good and when it when it uh when it works well it works there you so go I guess you're right <laughs> i guess in a lot of ways building a computer is like sex i think you could say that i think we could but safely I say that i will say building a computer does not get you a lot of sex i'm shocked i'm surprised i think if don't be (laughs) (laughs) i think if a man built a computer in front of me i i think as he was assembling that my clothes would become dissembled and on the floor (laughs) i think i don't know i've never been in such a situation but (laughs) that's good to hear i've been in i've been in many and it never works out that way so good on you well one day one day you'll find the one Uh, so yeah, so you built your own computer. You 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 had a computer that you built, and then you built an entirely new one. Is this the one you're currently using as your yes. gaming computer? Yep, I'm uh-huh. I'm looking at it right now. It's my baby. Um, it's it's a real trooper. It's been through a lot, and uh, it's been through many upgrades, but it's still the same. It has the same soul that when I first got it six years ago. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. So. When you're building a computer, I, this is just something that's so fascinating to me. This, I mean, I'm excited to have you on the pod because I've talked about this, I think, uh, when we had Harper Lee Andrews on to talk about The Sims. The gaming oh, space, I, I mean, a queen. Um, the gaming space is one that I'm not super in. Like, I don't really, I love a game where it's just me and a bunch of NPCs that are trying to help me out <laughs> that are like, you know what? You can succeed. So like Pokemon is really like, that's kind of my shit um, is, is a game like that because I don't like to compete with other people. Um, I like to just have fun with myself and, Oh, and <laughs> didn't mean to say it quite like that, but you know, it is know what, what it mean. is. Yeah. I, I like to, I like to game. Uh, if I'm if I'm using it to like pass the time, I prefer a game that is solely me, just trekking along, having a good time. Yeah, maybe some there's sort of some like an adventure, maybe. Yeah, I like I like more adventure games, but even then, I don't. I I feel like I don't play them right. <laughs> I feel like people get like really into them and try to like unlock everything and do everything, and I'm like, if I can get from point A to point B, I'm I'm right there. <laughs> I love it. See, I. I envy that a little bit because I started off that way, you know, and like finding like the beauty in every little part of a game because games really are art. Yes. 100%. One of the reasons I love them is, is they, 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 a good game will suck you in and bring you on this adventure. Um, Skyrim comes to mind. I don't know if you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but that that game, you can just get sucked in, go on some adventure, just chill out with yourself, you know, fight some things. It's pretty easy, pretty casual. And I I sort of I haven't done that in a while or I've, I've been getting back into it recently. But I it, there was a while where I didn't do that um, because in order for me to feel like I was doing something worth it, my time, I felt like I had to compete. And I liked I ever since I was a kid, I always liked to win. Sure. And, and so. That means whatever I try to do, I try to be the best at it. Uh, and it, and that obviously can't always work out because you can't be the best at everything. And so mm. I would get frustrated when I wouldn't win, but then I just keep trying and keep trying. And so I got into competitive gaming um, and I went down a whole big rabbit hole of like 
I actually had to uninstall a lot of my a lot of my games because I saw that it was putting me in a bad spot. Mm. Like I was getting way too angry way too quickly. Yeah, it's it's hard when something becomes such an integral part of your life and then it has a goal like winning, becoming better, becoming the best. And then, you know, that's not that's not going to happen in a day, in a month, in a year. It's it's such a slow, gradual process that like it, it can I imagine it can be very frustrating to yeah. to have like a span where it's just not working out the way you need it to. Yeah. And Rocket League is very much that type of game where it goes through waves mm. like it, it, this is like a very it's a very common thing like i thought i was alone in this and the fact that i'm not really actually helps me is the fact that you um will have what's i i forget what it's called but there's a high point and you'll be winning everything and you'll be doing great you'll feel really good you'll feel fluid and everything and then you, something will happen and you'll you'll lose a couple games and then you'll start to get discouraged and then you'll re and then you'll just hit a pit where you just tank Rocket League is very two steps forward, one big step back all the time, all the time. And then, but that means that you don't really know, you don't really notice yourself uh, getting better and improving unless you look at how you were like a year ago. Uh, that is the sign of like, oh, okay, I am actually getting better because you still, no matter how good you get, Rocket League is the type of game you will still lose all the time. Mm -hmm. It's also like, from what I remember it, the, the rounds themselves are, it's such a quick go of it that like you're, there's, there's lots of opportunity to win and lots of opportunity to lose. Cause it's not like a long form activity in like a, a single round of the game. Um, so that's definitely, you know, that's hard dude. Cause there's going to be a lot of time where you are losing just cause of the nature of the game. I wanted to piggyback off of something that you, um, just brought up that, uh, mm. uh, friend of the pod and former guest Jonah Hale also brought up is the ability to um, look back and see your progress and how important that can be for something that it's hard to know when you're making progress on. Do you want to speak to that a little bit more? Yes, absolutely. That That is probably the most important thing about what I do and also probably the only reason that I'm still doing it. Um, because... Yeah, when I mentioned that there was a time I uninstalled Rocket League for months because I could feel myself getting angry and not improving and just I basically gave up for a while. Um, but then I was I was looking through some old clips that I had. Um, and I was like, oh, I, I that was actually that's really bad. Like I can do so much better now. And I was looking at these from, you know, I've been playing the game for five years. So um, I was looking back you know, three, three years ago, I'm like, Oh, okay, this, I might give this another try. So then a few months ago is when I started trying again. Um, and I, when I joined my team and started actually like, not just playing the game, but training, even from the last few months of, of actually training, I can look back and say, Oh my goodness. Like I've gotten so much better on so many different levels, but I also recognize what I need to work on now. But that that like it's kind of like a joy, like, okay, this is what I need to work on actually working on it is part of the you know, the fun of it. Yeah. Having like that achievable, workable goal is so nice in something that can feel like kind of an endless road. Yeah. Having like those moments where you can really feel like you're working towards something tangible is really, really 
helpful in continuing mm -hmm. in something and enjoying it. Because uh, at the end of the day, it's to be enjoyed. It, that's the reason that it exists is to be enjoyed. Yeah. And so you don't want to be able to lose that joy. Yeah, I, I agree. And sometimes there are still days where I, you know, I'm not playing well and I just sort of go like this and just sit back and go, why am I doing this? Mm. Um, but then I just calm down and I'm fine, you know, five minutes later and then I get back to it. So, yeah, it's all I love it. And so you started streaming um, mm. your your Rocket League plays. What platform do you use to stream? Twitch. Of course, yeah, place to be. Oh, that's the place to be if you're a gamer <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to shout that out right now? Oh, please do. There is. I mean, there's a segment at the end um, called "Plug It All" where you'll get a chance to plug it all. But we can do plugs throughout. So let's plug well, it now. Shout it out. All right. Um, my Twitch is Son of Nell One S O N O F N E L One on Twitch. Um, I haven't streamed in a little bit but i'm i'm getting back to it soon um i have a little community that i've built it's a, it's a fun time i'm always happy to uh to come in i have a bunch of uh i play with my viewers a lot as well um so yeah if you, if anyone who's listening feels like coming in just even just saying hi i'm i'm more than happy to do that yeah i'm i'm cool certainly point. will be tuning in and to watch because i think rocket league is super <laughs> visually entertaining even though i'm bad at playing it i love to watch mm -hmm. it because there's you're right like games are art they are yeah uh, all the design that goes into it all of like the the motion the physics everything about a game is so uh, particularly crafted to be visually enjoyed and so I, I've, I found a lot recently since having a lot more spare time on my hands that I've enjoyed like watching streamers and watching playthroughs and watching people game because I get to appreciate someone who's very skilled at it, like showcasing the art of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. And, and Rocket League, one of the reasons why it's such a, it has the potential to be a huge uh, esports scene. It's already grown immensely um it's not quite as big as some other games that are out there you know the call of duties and the counter strikes of our world mm -hmm. but um it's getting there it's it's getting really big and that's because even if you don't know the game you can understand it because like you know everyone knows soccer and everyone likes to watch uh impressive feats of you know physics uh and the game is just a physics engine that you have to you have to have complete control over and that's what makes it so challenging yes for sure um it's also football for any of our european listeners right. um it, it's it, it is um car football um <laughs> so yeah i i completely agree i think that it's really really masterful and really exciting and i'm, I'm excited that it is growing in the esports scene a because mm -hmm. it like you said like it's reminiscent of like a sport that people watch otherwise so it's yeah. it's entertaining in the same way just in a in a new with cars with cars and and turbo boosters and and lasers and things like i'm into it i'm so hyped for it <laughs> yeah i i'm i'm glad that it's uh, it's getting out there a lot the new uh competitive season that has just come out um really sort of shot and also rocket league went free to play by the way mm -hmm. so anyone can play it, and that shot the community up I remember before it went free to play, the max amount of people I saw online was about 365,000 at a time. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it had many more players than that, but that was what was playing at one time. And then after free to play, I usually see an average of about 1.2 million. Wow. That's a yeah. huge leap. Yeah. Because, because before people were like, I don't know if I want to buy the game. And then they would be like, eh. but now when it's free to play, they'll be like, Oh, I'll just try it. And it just it went through the roof. Yeah. I can imagine. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it another go. Maybe I'll try it on PC. I played it on the PS4 when I last played it. Mm, it's better and, on PC. Yeah, I can imagine it's probably better on PC. Um, not not to throw any hate at our PS4 users. At least I don't want to. Um, maybe Connor mm. does, but... No, no, absolutely not. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to throw him under the bus, listeners. Um, <laughs> but he, he, you know, he climbed to the top of the bus, and now he's driving the bus. So it failed on my part. But I, I feel like I'm more comfortable and confident when I am in I'm in PC mode rather than a controller, I'm always pressing the wrong buttons. I yeah. always am. Well, I will say um, most people like professional players on Rocket League play with a controller. Mm. Um, apparently, whenever it's easier to control <laughs> the car, I would know. I've never been good with a controller. I've been PC player my basically my whole life, and. Um, yeah, keyboard, even driving, which is always like, you know, analog with a joystick is always technically easier. But I don't know. I just keyboard just fits in my hands. It's a lot of it's a lot of tapping. You might be able to hear this if I this is what I sound like when I play Rocket League. Like that sort of just constant motion. It's so satisfying that kind of constant motion with all the all the clickety clack. I'm a fan. <clears throat> yeah, whenever I because when I have this headset on, it's noise canceling, so I can't, you know, the game's playing, I can't hear anything. But every once in a while, just if I'm I'm hanging out, I'll I'll bring the headset down, and I'll listen to my keyboard. I'm like, oh my god, that is probably really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> for for your viewers, just hearing the. Yeah, luckily, I think my microphone, my old keyboard was even worse. This one's not bad, but my, my microphone helps. And, and when I'm streaming, Twitch sort of cancels out that noise a little bit. But, uh, so let's talk about your, your uh, community and your platform on Twitch. What was, the, what was the moment that you decided to make the leap to streaming on this? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was actually before... It was before I lived, I'm living on my own right now. And it was before I lived on my own. I lived with my mom. And I I honestly did it just to, not even to like, you know, be a streamer. I just was like, oh, I'll just do what I'm doing and then make it be live. And then mm -hmm. if people want to come in and, you know, watch me play, then that's, then that's, you know, all well and good. Because I think I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to the point where I think I'm, I'm entertaining to watch. Like if you're a lower level player, obviously there's people way better than me. But like if you're a low level level player, I feel like I could be entertaining just on a base of skill. So um, I, that was really just a casual. Like, oh, I guess I'll try this. And then it sort of I built up, you know, oh, it might be fun to like customize my page a little bit. Mm -hmm. it might be fun to like set up, you know, donation page and, and you know, set up like a brand just for the fun of it. Um and then I started getting viewers. I started getting, more importantly, regular viewers. So every time I would stream, I'd have like a similar group of people on. Um, and so then I started just chatting with them. You know, that's really important being a streamer. You have to interact with your chat. And uh, 
yeah, I, they, they would ask me to play and I'd be like, oh, sure, I'm not doing anything right now. And then I'd, you know, I'd be like, okay, guys, I got to go, like, I'm going to practice. I'm still streaming, but I have to, like, focus on practice. Um, and so it really wasn't like a, it was more of a casual buildup and more of them like, a, this is what I, this is what I want from it. Which I think ultimately makes for better content creators. I feel like people who dive into something like that with the intention of being big and like this being everything for them, they go too hard too fast and then they get frustrated and burnt out because when you when you're first starting, you're not going to get the largest audience. You're not going to have everything that you want in the end at the beginning. And so people who go into it being like, all right, this is it. Um, this is my moment. This is the future. They're gonna, they're gonna get burnt out and they're gonna get frustrated. Rather, I think when you come at it from a point of enjoyment of like, this is something I like to do. Maybe some people will like to watch me do it. If not, I'm still going to be doing it. So I might as well just have it out there on live. And to an earlier point, have a record now of your progress that you can always look back on and say, oh, I've gotten better. Right. So and then kind of like as you gain an audience, as you garner um, a community, you're able to kind of like make those leaps that they're asking for in a way, like by being your viewers and by interacting with you, they're like, oh, is there a place that I can donate to your page? I really like watching you. I want to make sure that you're funded in this or, oh, I'd really love to like be able to like rep your brand. Like, do you have any branding pages or, or are you going to be playing more regularly? Or do you have a schedule? Like interacting with them and going off of the, the request and, and wants of your, of your fan base rather than creating something and then hoping a fan base just likes what you're doing and without any change, mm -hmm. I think is a better way to jump into it. Yeah, I agree. Like I, um, I got very, very lucky um with my viewers uh they're all really great um and they helped me out a good a good bit um and there there are some days where i'm like like you know a, a lot of my viewers ask me to 1v1 and i'm like sometimes i'm like sure yeah i'd love to i do a couple games and then i move on but sometimes i just want to sit and relax and play yeah and so that that's a hard balance to sort of of sort of find because you're you are there like as you start to grow you are there for the viewers and you want to keep them and so it's tempting to just do whatever they say but sometimes you have to like you know put your foot down and be like sorry guys like if this is what i'm doing today yeah um and that's just that's it, it's a hard it's a juggling act you have to sort of keep right but of course at the end of the day if they're if they're fans of you if they're fans of what you do they're going to respect that and they're going to understand and also the thing that most likely drew them to you was the kind of playing that you're doing when it's you on your own, when you're trying to relax when you're trying to grow, when you're trying to compete. Um, and so like you doing the one V ones and, and playing with the fans, like that's a really nice treat and that's a really cool way to interact with them. But ultimately they're, they came there because they want to watch you play. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're going to enjoy that. Even if it in the moment is a bit disappointing when you have to kind of be like, all right, that's enough of that. We're going to go back to me relaxing yeah yeah i complete yeah i think it's all wonderful i think that you are are such a fascinating um person and such a cool mm -hmm. personality 
that I, I'm sure that that is really another thing that drives people, like the way that you interact with the chat, the way that you interact with your with your base, because you are a person of, of very cool and varied interests. Mm. Um, you're a person that I love talking to and spending time with. So I'm sure that I'm sure that your fan base is really into just you as a person as well, because when you become a content creator, the content you produce and the person you are, they kind of meld and they they become larger than the sum of their parts yeah i i agree with that and thank you by the way for that um but yeah i think that that's one of the reasons i i was lucky enough to keep a lot of my viewers is just because i i noticed so many streamers and 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 you know especially like professional gamers who who also stream they can sometimes be very like just you know gone mentally uh or just focus on the game and it's sort of like ugh. It's kind of like weird, but but then again, you don't want to be like, "Hey guys, what's <laughs> up? What's happening? Welcome." Um, like I'm not like that. I I think I have a nice balance of you know like, "Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome back." Um, I'm happy to see everyone. Blah 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 blah. So um, but yeah, thank you thank you for that. That uh, fitting, I think for for why I'm able to do what I do. Yeah, because it, it it ultimately melds a lot of your passions. It's it's in a way it's performance. It's in a way it's mm-hmm. like hosting, and then it's also getting to play this game that you're you're very passionate and skilled about. It's a really cool melding of those worlds. Yeah, um, I do want to talk. I, I've been I've been sort of holding my tongue a little bit, but I really want to talk about my team. Please, and... oh please, go there. Okay, perfect. So. I'll start from the beginning. Uh, maybe four months ago, I was I when I started stream after I started streaming, I decided I want to like when I want to really pursue Rocket League. I hit a rank where it was appropriate for me to like really try and pursue this on like a a, a higher level. Yeah. So I was looking for like communities. And I was looking for teams. I put actually uh, an application on a website for a couple things that I got some res- responses, but they didn't work out. But I ended up joining this community called Damage Incorporated, um, pretty large community of a few thousand people, wow. and they would they would put you into. Um, I told them I wanted to be you know on a, on a competitive team, and so they had different, they had different. It was teams, divisions, and then rosters. So mm-hmm. I was on Team A, roster. No, Team A. Division five, roster four. Mm-hmm. I think it was that. Um, but anyway, I got placed with these with these um, three guys, and I was um, a sub on their team, an alternate. Um, and I started playing with them, and actually, like you know, going to we have practices, scheduled practices. And I love people, it a lot. Yeah, a lot of people are like, what? No, I mean, you need to. I mean, if you're working as a team, it's just like you have to go practice for real soccer, like like soccer on the field. Like it's the, mm-hmm. you gotta be able to work as a team. Yeah, I didn't recognize the importance of team chemistry in that game. You know, I would just, because normally when you when you play by yourself, it's just like, you have to read what your teammates are doing on the field. You can't talk to them. You have no idea what their plan is. You have, right. you know, and a lot of the time they'll just, they'll do something that you don't expect. They'll be, you know, freaky something. Um, but having a team and being able to communicate with them is so important. But also it's important to find people who are also just as passionate as you are mm-hmm. so that you can grow um, together. Um, 
and so when I, you know, I met these guys, they're really cool. Um, and, but we had a hard time with, with the way that Damage Incorporated ran their system. It was very, very strict for really no reason. It wasn't, it's not really an organization. It's more of a community thing. It's just for people to, to just, you know, hang out. It's not like a, a professional thing. So, and, but it was ran like a, like, like the White House, mm. I guess, in a normal, in a normal <laughs> political climate. Yeah, in, in the world <laughs> we used to live in for right. a moment. I yeah, <laughs> I digress. I digress. Um, but yeah, super strict, and so we were like, mm, yeah. And so our our captain at the time, uh, Chad, he was oh, like, hey, Chad, he sounds uh, hot. Just gonna that, say it. That's not his real name. I'm really sorry. Oh no, God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. He's protecting sorry. identities over here, and he tricked me. All I know right. that's a, I, well. We call each other by our gamer tags, so that's c- kind of how we. That's his his gamer tag is Chad Chaddington. Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah, it works out. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, still um, probably hot. Anyway, go on. He, it was like he came to us and said, uh, "We just got an offer from another organization called Melon Patch Gaming." Um, would we be interested? So, and we were like, anything other than BI, please. <laughs> and so uh, we had an interview with the esports organizer of this of this organization, and we were like, yes, absolutely. And so we actually got signed. We signed a contract. Um, we don't get paid yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yet. Yet. That's the big the big button right there but uh we got put on what are called the academy teams of this organization uh and the academy teams what melon patch does for rocket league is it is a community but what it also does is it takes you know teams it, it, it we have like three or four academy teams and it trains them and builds them up and gets them noticed so that eventually they can be put into the higher level of esports you know what's called uh, rlcs which is like the main professional level of Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually do have a team that is about to be competing in that, which is a huge deal for us. And we're very excited for that. Um, but this is like a full-on, you know, organization. They have, you know, we have merch. Um, and our, our, the head of, of, our, um, of the company, his name is Wooz, Gamertag, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Wooz. I won't be fooled again. Never again. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a super cool guy who really like puts a lot of passion. We have sponsorships, um, and we're not you know we're not like crazy popular yet, but you know it's it's a it's a start. And ever even since I've joined, we've become more popular, and it's super cool to see you know back to you know where where we come from, where we go, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um, Is that another gamer tiger? <laughs> No, I'm sure I'm it is somewhere. I'm oh, sure. Oh, I, I'm sure there's Cotton Eye Joe's one through eight thousand nine hundred and seventy-two. You know. Yeah, yeah. No I'm more than part. that, though. No of Cotton course. Eye Joe eight hundred. Yeah, it's funny 8, that seven hundred ninety-three. It's funny that you knew the exact number. That's crazy. It's it's almost like that's <laughs> my gamer tag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I receive. Cotton Eye Joe 8,973. I'll make sure to uh to say yeah, hello. Yeah, let yeah, let me know. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's funny. Um, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Uh, just um, Melon Patch. Uh, getting merch, building you up. You have sponsorships. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, growing as an organization is super mm-hmm. cool. And um, one thing I'm very, very excited about, which is actually similar to what you're doing right now is the head of the organization came to me because I had done a couple, you know, watch parties with him. uh, uh, And he'd seen some of my streams. He said, I was, I've been wanting to host a talk show, um, but I haven't had anyone who uh, I would want to host it or, or what would want to host it. So would you want to host it? And I was like, Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm hosting the Melon Patch talk show, Talk of the Patch, Tuesdays at wow. 9 p.m. All right, listeners, you better be tuning in. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to keep uh, you know uh, repping myself here, but no, I'm it's, ver- it's the I'm time, very excited. It's the place. That is so exciting, and also I think he made the absolute right call. A again, because you're a very entertaining person and a very cool personality um, to be hosting, but also, I mean, listeners, you've heard his voice. This beautiful bassy timber. I mean, <laughs> how could you resist? Yeah, I've been told that I have a uh, I've, I have a podcast voice. Absolutely. Uh, and the this the microphone that I have right now, this this bad boy really really helps bring bring that out. Oh yeah, it's very um, nice. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and so when I'm streaming, sometimes uh, if I get a little too riled up. You know, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be here. I'll be, I'll be loud. I'll be, I'll be this. And then I go, okay, all right, guys, we, uh, we really need to calm down. <laughs> no. just bring it, bring it back down. <laughs> just everyone relax. I'm going to put on some calming music and we're just going to relax. Okay. Not the smooth jazz voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I yep. mean, it's a great tool. Yeah, it's a great I, expanse. Yep. It, it helps to have for sure. I don't yeah. mind it one bit. So for you, what is what have been some of the most exciting things transferring from the so you've kind of you've kind of gone in steps and all things still happening, but kind of like adding to your repertoire of gaming. You've yeah. you've gone from like recreational play to streaming to now being in the esports scene. Mm-hmm. What has been some of your favorite things about like getting to that level, about being in like the esports world? I would say having a team is one of the biggest ones Mm. um i love you know when when everyone you know some days we'll we'll kind of be cranky when we won't be playing well we'll just kind of be silent and just kind of um but you know we pull out of that and then the times when we're having fun and being able to just you know like we just kind of like flow together and it's just it's very natural Mm. that is some of the best times i've had playing this game because you don't get that if you just play by yourself you never get that sort of gel yeah um so the team aspect of it is super fun the community you know being a part of a bigger community is is a lot of fun um watching the other teams in my organization um you know succeed is very important and then i think this is sort of also kind of recent is what is called um igl or indie gaming league Mm -hmm. it is a worldwide um uh, I guess competitive organization. I'm not really sure what how to what to call them, um, but they, you know, hundreds of thousands. I uh, yeah, I would say at least tens of thousands of players around mm-hmm. the world play in this league, and it's basically like 
I call it college football. Like you have a season, um, you get you get ranked in in a in a division, uh, a tier and a, and a division. Um, you have a, a schedule. You play one best of five series a week, um, and then the teams with the best schedule, uh, the best, not the best schedule, like ranking at the end of the season, go to the playoffs and then to the championship. And that is sort of the level that I'm at right now. Um, where, you know, it's not like high stake, it's not huge, high stakes, anything like there's no money involved. There's some like little prizes, but, um, that is one of the most exciting things and like, and having, you know, uh, something to work for to like, to really, to win. Yeah. And I think something you said about like finding community, that's kind of been a thread amongst all the guests that I've had on so far is about like when you really take steps and advance a hobby into either uh when you get more passionate about it when you are um when you turn it into a professional enterprise or when it becomes like in your case becomes more than a hobby becomes something that is a really really integral to your life and and like takes up a a, a significant amount of your time and is you know yeah like in in, in many ways a hobby and still more than a hobby um is you you're able to find a community of people that are also passionate about this that have a lot of the same um passions as you that you can connect with and like find uh just yeah finding community has been such a an, a common thread amongst the people that i've interviewed and i think that's really something very magical about mm-hmm. um platforms like like gaming and uh, because a, especially in an interactive game where you're getting to meet people and compete and find your team and find your tribe and all all of that has been really it's really really cool to see and I think that's a something very positive that comes out of um, it all yeah yeah definitely I definitely agree with that and I will say that um, you know being where I'm living right now and you know co- it's COVID out and so we all mm-hmm. got to stay inside i am very very isolated in terms of you know human contact um but you know being in this community and having having a team and and this organization has kept me sane because it gives me um you know people to talk to and and i'm I'm actually like i'm busy i'm actually like fully busy so i i don't i sometimes forget the fact like oh i haven't seen another human being other than my 88 year old neighbor in (laughs) which i I, you know she's the she's the one and only human interaction i get and i love her to death Um, yeah shout out to your 88 year old neighbor love her oh my god um friend of the pod connor's 88 year old neighbor (laughs) absolutely um uh but yeah like that has kept me from going insane pretty much uh them along with my with my friends who are also gamers yeah. And I, I think that that is, I think that that's another awesome thing, just like living right now through what we're living through is it's such a great way to keep yourself occupied, goal oriented in a, in a healthy mindset while also staying connected to people and, and mm-hmm. forging connections and, and being social in a way that is safe uh, with the world right now. And I think yeah. that's really beautiful. So Connor, mm-hmm. what I've learned is that my podcast is super poorly paced um, and I'm not going to change it. 
<laughs> and I've just decided that this is it. So I have these these uh, segments that we do at the end. And normally you would have segments scattered throughout, but I just like to talk. I just like to talk with with my with my guests and let them talk about what they're passionate about because I yeah. think that makes the most fun. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go through these segments. Um, okay, and you're, they're gonna be bumped up right next to each other as they always are. And I'm not gonna apologize about it. You don't have to. It's your podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the first segment is um, a newer one, actually, that I've 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 dubbed "Behind the Hobby," mm-hmm. and these are just some questions for us to get to know you. Just just Connor Nelson himself. Okay, I'm fine with yeah. that. Okay, Me. so first question: What's your middle name? Wagner, which is also the name of my college and Remy's college. That is actually insane. Yeah. That's so do you think it was do you think it was nominative determinism? Um, I would say people ask me that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I've never been able to give a clear answer because I don't know. But I will say when I the first time I went to Wagner College, that was I I was when I visited it, I was like, Yep, this is it. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe. maybe maybe it had something to do with being connor wagner nelson yeah hmm, very cool what's your favorite color red red that's a, that's a recent i've i've that's more of a recent development and i will say it has to do also with rocket league because i kept getting all these cosmetic items and they kept dropping as red and so i built a lot of my my car's visuals over red and black mm. so the red and black combination is just wow. yeah that's something we didn't talk about in rocket league is mm. the fact that you get to build the cars that's yes. what i like the i cars, like building the cars sometimes when i get frustrated i'll just sit and i'll customize cars because i've been playing for five years so i have you know hundreds of different options and uh yeah it, it's it's fun again it's an art you know yeah what kind of what what are some of the the um the skins and things that have been that you've been drawn to that had like really, really make the car for you. Oh, that's so hard. Okay. Oh, okay. One of my favorites, what I'm, what I'm rocking right now is a, uh, a tuxedo car. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Full, full black on both teams. Cause normally the teams are blue and orange. Mm. This car is full black with a tuxedo on the front. Um, and then I have a top hat topper on top of it. Oh my God. Um, uh, and then the wheels are the wheels are interchangeable. They're usually black and white in some way, but that's an absolute, absolutely styling car. Yeah. Uh, and then I will say my favorite, um, my favorite item in the game that I rock a lot are what's called titanium white holographic hamster wheels. Whoa! And I'll Sorry. explain to you. I'll yeah. explain to you what that is. I was about to say that needs to be explained. So there's there's base uh, items in the game. And then there's um, painted items, which are a little worth a little bit more. And one of the the most popular painted item is titanium white. It's a very cool color. Um, but then there's also um, separately from that, there's different versions of original items, such as holographic or inverted, or there. I think there's another one that I'm forgetting. Um, and then there, but so the base just hamster wheel is your the wheels of your car is a little hamster running around oh my god like a hamster wheel and it is it is the best thing i've ever seen and so i got lucky enough to get dropped uh titanium white holographic which means the hamster is see-through and you can like see its skeleton oh my god and and it's like this beautiful like white 
uh, and it's just running around in there. And it's just the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I love that. Yep. I had one of my games casted and, and the caster just could not get over it. <laughs> it was very funny. No, I'm, I'm obsessed with that. I'm glad we took that little detour so that we could learn about the tuxedo car and, yeah. the, and the hamster wheels. Wow. <laughs> the skeleton hamsters. Yeah. Um, so bring us back to behind the hobby. What's yes. your favorite side dish for like a meal? Side dish. Oh, I don't know about side dishes because everything that I make is just one big dish. Mm, interesting. Um, uh, I make these. I've recently. Um, ooh, I make this chicken dish that uh, uh, you put like half of a pan of um, Parmesan balsamic dressing. Ooh. Throw some chicken in there. Uh, cook it on one side, flip it over, um, cut up some lime, like slices, put the lime on the chicken, cover it uh, for a while. Uh, take that out, take the chicken out, take most of the liquid, pour that out, and then saute some peppers and onions in there. Uh, put that on some rice. I mean, that sounds Perfect. pretty delicious. Didn't answer the question, but... <laughs> Sorry, I. Um... <laughs> that's, that's where I went. That's where my brain. Uh, that's okay, and you can go anywhere that you want because this is about learning about you. And the fact that you don't really do side dishes answers the question in its own way. Yeah, by not by not at all answering the question. <laughs> right. That's, well, my answer is like I don't really do side dishes. Yeah, and there you go, and that's fine. Yeah. So, last question of behind the hobby is it's a bit of a deeper one. Okay. If you could tell yourself ten years ago anything, what would you tell them? That's actually something that I've thought about in terms of where I am right now. Because, um, you know, part of me is like, hmm, this is, yeah, this is a deep question. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, oh, throw yourself into music completely. Don't play video games. Throw yourself into music. Get good at that. The other part of me knows that if I threw myself into video games, I could, I could make a living doing that. But I sort of split, I split myself a bit. And so, you know, I go to school for music and theater and well, not really theater anymore, but hmm. I go to school for music and and, and voice. Uh, but then I'm also working on this, this whole professional gaming thing. And so I'm very split. So I think I would tell myself to pick one. Okay. I would say, just pick one that you like the most. Because I, I don't know which one I like the most right now. And, uh, and and just pick one and and become the best at that rather than you know just picking here and there things to get really good at um yeah that would be that would be my answer to that just pick pick one okay (laughs) um although i certainly am glad that you didn't because we got to meet each other through music and we got to get to know each other through music and now we're here talking about video games so for me I say I'm happy you're split, but I get where you're coming from in that, like you, there's, there's a way to like build up skill in one if you yeah. didn't have the other. In terms of like making a living, because both of these, both of these mediums, you have to sort of throw yourself into it completely in order to actually make anything of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, I mean, you know, the music and the theater industry is insane. You have to, yeah. <laughs> you really got to work for it. So 
um, in terms of I in terms of making a living. But I, I am I agree with you. I'm glad that I have both of these in my life in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So that has been behind the hobby, which leads us into our next segment, which I have affectionately dubbed hot tips. This is your time for you to tell us the listeners, if someone were to begin picking up Rocket League or just gaming in general as a hobby. Now, what are the things that you have learned through your time becoming the stellar professional that you are about this that you would that you would tell to people that are new to it? What are your hot tips? Mm, My okay. One, my first hot tip, I think, would be just to, if, if you don't want to be like a professional, you know, if you just want to get into video games, just find what you enjoy. Don't worry about, you know, if you're good at it or not. Don't worry about if, if you know, it's a game that people might make fun of you for playing. Don't worry about um, if it's not very well known. Find what you like and and just delve into it and and enjoy it because there's so... There's literally endless, endless possibilities. There's, you know, going from Rocket League to first-person shooters to, you know, Animal Crossing. Um, there's just anything that you want to do, basically. And that's one of the things I love about video games. Anything you want to do, you can do it. So my tip would just be to find what you like and don't worry about what anyone says or, or if you're not good at it. Just find what you like is step one. Um, in terms of, you know... Uh, if you want to get a little deeper, um, in, in terms of rocket league, uh, use your resources. I'm sure you, you've, someone else has had to have said this on your podcast, but use the resources available to you to learn. Mm-hmm. Cause when I started playing rocket league, I think this is actually one of the reasons why I can't, I'm having a hard time progressing and getting better than I am right now is because I learned back in a time where the game was brand new and I didn't have any of these resources to all these training tips that people post on YouTube. I had to just figure it out along with everyone else. Um, but when you're learning, that's why people who learn the game right now are way better than people who have learned it. You know, when I, I was 15, when I started playing. And so I know kids who are starting to play now who are better than me and that's scary. And it's because they had all these resources. Mm hmm. And so that would be my, my second big thing is, is whatever game, this goes for any game that you want to get really good at, use the resources. Any, like, just watch as many tips and tricks videos as you can. And, you, and each one, you'll get one little tidbit of something that will help you and give you an edge. Um, and that is super, super important. I love those. Those were some very, very hot tips, I will say. Some super hot tips. Me. Yeah. And you're right there. Uh, I think kind of across the board, people have said, because we live in an age now where, you know, there are, there are resources everywhere yeah. between YouTube and even some like TikTok videos there, there's people out there like showing how to like progress and, and how to become better and you, and you should use them. And yeah, other people on the pod have definitely used that, but I think it's important to reiterate because it's really applicable to lots of things. It's like, right, not even games, just real yeah. life. Just real life, like use your resources. They're there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. All right. So now my personal favorite segment. All right. It's so so this podcast famously has no sponsors. So I like to take this time to do a segment called Sponsor Me Please. And on Sponsor Me Please, that's your time to 
if there's a if there's a gaming company, a software provider, a, a merch place, anywhere that would be wonderful for you to be sponsored by, it's your time to ask them on the pod and let them know. Ooh, I, okay, that's kind of hard. I don't know if I'm actually contractually up. I might be contractually not be able to do this. Okay, that's I'm, fine. Because I'm sponsored. I'm okay. So tell yeah. us, who you're, are you able to tell us who you're sponsored by already? Well, we last uh, season, uh, last tournament season, we were sponsored by Reload Focus and Energy, which is um, if you've heard of G Fuel, it's a it's a similar brand to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an energy drink for gamers. Keeps you aware. Keeps you focused. Very good flavors. Um, very good company. They helped us out a lot. Um, but we've been recently moving away from them and we're focusing on some other companies that I can't quite say right now. Okay. Um, that's okay. Listen, you were able to name a company and that's, that's really, that's the name of this game. That's the name of sponsor me, please. Well, I will say Um, if, if G fuel wants to sponsor me individually, that's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. If you're out there, get that, get that gamer fuel. Yeah. Gamer fuel. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And so that brings us to our last segment that we've kind of been doing throughout, but I want to I want to have it all in one concrete place, and it's called okay. plug it all. Plug this it is all. your chance to plug anything and everything you've got: your Twitch channel, your team, merch, uh, your personal stuff. If you want anything, anything at all, this is your chance to plug it. So plug it all. All right, perfect. I have I have a few things. So first of all, uh, my Twitch. You heard that before. Son of Nell one. S O N O F N E L one on Twitch. Um, I, I haven't. It'll. The streams have been a little slow lately, but I'm. I'm gonna get back into it. Um, so if you want to just come and say hi, please do. Um, also, Melon Patch Gaming. We are open to teams, and so if you have, um, if you're a Rocket League player, no matter what rank, um, and you have a team or you want to make a team, uh, look up Melon Patch. We're on Twitter join our discord we're a very fun community um we have events and everything um and we're we're wide open so please please come join us um and then i would say lastly is my tiktok which is completely separate yes um it's it's i'm not like super serious about my tiktok i just sort of if i see something that i can do at it's 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 my voice is is the main thing on my tiktok Mm -hmm. um and so if i see something that i that i like i'll just do edit and and add some base things oh, love that. um and that is going to be tiktok at opt down o-p-t-d-o-w-n um and yeah that one's fun one of my i mean i'm no uh i'm no mud mud dot consumer i'm about to but... say connor and i have some <laughs> friends that are that are pretty big on tiktok um yeah. so it's hard to be like we're tiktokers because we have a friend with like 1.6 million followers currently yeah, that's insane so i'm no, and, i'm no mud consumer but... and um and seth's uh skiing video <laughs> just hit 1.4 million likes oh my god it's been uh that has been everywhere yeah um it's been featured on on multiple you know sites it's the, i had someone from my high school uh who has like no followers basically duet it and i came on my page and i was like oh my god seth yeah i can't so that's so good for you i mean it's truly incredible what a what a yeah. fun idea but yes but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't also be following opt down on tiktok because you should be yes 
<laughs> I'll be checking my phone after this goes yeah. up. So there you go. Um, well, thank you for plugging it all, Connor. Thank you You're for welcome. plugging it all. Um, and if and you should check all of those things out because you you guys all need to see the gorgeous man behind the gorgeous voice. I mean, it's it's essential viewing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Connor, thank you so much for coming on the pod and talking about all of this. This was super informational and educational for me because again, this is a space I know like so so little about, and it's been really cool to hear about your own journey and your progression through the world of esports. Yeah, it's been, it, I love talking about it. Uh, it's, it's a passion of mine and it's, it's fun to share with you who is actually, you know, you're interested in it and that means a lot. Of um, course. So it's been, it's been an honor to be on here with you. Oh, it's been an honor to have you. And if any of you out there have some interesting hobbies, hobbies that have turned into professions, hobbies that have in some way become more than hobbies, or just hobbies that you think would be cool to talk about and you want to talk about them, you can email us at hobbyhorpod at gmail.com. Tell us about your hobby and you might just end up on the show. All right, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day and hobby on.